Hey, yo, it's your boy Sam Duke. It's your man, Tell Michael. It's your boy, Warren P. And you're listening to another great episode of You, you Good, good Bro. <laughs> yes, sir. Now, look, t- usually we start, the, we start this by telling you guys we have a very special guest. But today, I feel as if we have to say we have a very special guest. And I mean, my, my heart is super full that we get a chance to, to sit with these young people today. So yeah. I'm going to go ahead and pass it on to Chloe so she can introduce the group and then everyone else can kind of introduce themselves by first name. Hello, I'm Chloe and we're with the Ryan Cameron Leadership Foundation. My name is Jada. My name is Zaniah. My name is Kai. Hi, my name is Kelsey. Hi, my name is Xavier. My name is Corinne. So, yes, today we are with the Ryan Cameron Leadership Foundation. And I mean, it's just uh, a great uh, opportunity to to come sit with uh, the younger generation and kind of just talk about uh, what it is that we we do here as far as You Good Brud uh, podcast is concerned. And also just kind of have a conversation with the with the next generation of leaders. And so I'm super, super excited to have this conversation. But uh, before we had a young man with a question, so I wanted him to ask it before we uh, yeah, get Xavier started. Had Xavier had a question. My question was, where did the name You Good Brud came from? Okay, so You Good Bruh is really something that I identify as part of of our vernacular, our community. Um, And you can pretty much Google it, find it anywhere, right? Anybody saying, You Good Bruh? It's in the the TikTok videos, it's everywhere. But um, what happened is uh, I was gifted a T-shirt because I'm a therapist. And it it had a hashtag mental health for men or men. uh, It was in capital letters. For men, because we all need therapy, not just women and everything else. But it, mental health matters. And the top of it read, you good, bruh. And I posted a photo. Sam was starting up the podcast. And he was like, that's the perfect name. And it kind of encapsulates our experience as black men anyway. Um, not to exclude sisters, but, you know, we don't know. We typically don't not have a conversation about whether we're in a good or bad space. And we finish with, you good, bruh? And and most often than not, they'd be like, yeah, I'm straight. And not really diving into it. Um, but that's where the name came from, ultimately. It just was God, is what I say. Um, which I think would be a good lead into the feeling wheel. So instead of just saying, you good, bruh, I'm straight. You guys got introduced to the feeling wheel, correct? All right. So how you guys feeling right now in this present moment? Speak freely. I'll forever hold your peace. I'm feeling excited right now. Okay, talk about that. I'm so excited to do this podcast. I mean, I've always wanted to like do a podcast, see how it feels just to get a look of it, see if I want to do one. Okay. And like, this is a great starter to it. It's a free way to do it. Yeah. You ain't got to invest no money. That's true. (laughs) Fair enough. Honestly, I'm a bit nervous because I'm a very shy and reserved person. So speaking a lot is something I do often so mm-hmm. I just want to like break out of my shell and become more well spoken excellent I'm pretty excited I say like what Chloe said this is really this is a great opportunity and we're very fortunate to have this opportunity so All I'm right. thankful um, like they said I'm excited to do this 
Yeah. I mean, I don't know. I've never what do you want to get out of it, man? Uh, like she said, I'm shy a lot. I don't really talk a lot, so I'm excited to like break out of my shell. Okay. Um, right now, I'm very excited because you know Ryan is giving us this opportunity, and it's just so inspirational to me, honestly. And I'm kind of nervous right now, but I'm gonna get over it. Tell me about the inspirational part. Inspirational part is. I never thought I'd be doing something like this, like a podcast. I was never something. I was never like into things like this. I was more in. I was more into like owning a, a clothing brand and just like, cause I don't want to go to college. I want to just do something else. Okay. Own something, make it big, prove my mom wrong. She thinks I need college, but I don't think I need it. <laughs> so, yeah. So I'm just thankful that he's giving me this opportunity. Um. Well, I'm pretty excited and pretty thankful, cause like I'm. Kind of talkative, so I feel like this is kind of like my thing, you know. Okay. So yeah, <laughs> it is. So thing. like, I'm really excited, and like everyone's saying, it's like a good opportunity that we're here with Ryan and able to talk. So yeah. Uh, I'm excited, but I'm a little nervous because I've never really done a podcast before. Okay. But I'm also excited because like my dad has done podcasts before, and I was just talking to him in a car before this and he's giving me like little tips about it before like not to be nervous <laughs> well I'm, I'm not gonna tell you not to be nervous i think what i want you guys hopefully to get out of this is that this is just a community conversation like the topics that we'll talk about are not going to be important to me they're going to be important to you all right so you know kind of pull that in and say acknowledge the excitement or the nervousness which is natural but also remember that this is for y'all. You know, we got four, five other episodes. This is like the stuff that we do. So this moment is yours. Okay. Um, so I want you to be engaged. And I really appreciate everything you said, especially about coming out to shells and, and pushing yourself beyond what you think your limitation is. Okay. Um, you guys have in front of you. Oh, the good, bad, and ugly. Now, this is something new to me. So, who can kind of explain that to to us? What what we're doing? Bad, ugly. Is it gonna be Chloe again? Okay. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, the good, bad, and ugly is basically for us. It's since we only meet once a month, we go over our good, bad, ugly, and extraordinary over since the month we've came. So, for the good, of course, you put something good that happened. The bad is something that kind of was like, uh, not too much. And then the ugly is something that was like, ooh, not at all. Right. And the extraordinary is like, best things happened to you in the month since. Excellent. Okay. So, Corinne, are you going to? Okay. okay. Like, you want me to list it? Oh, do your thing. Okay. Do what y'all do. Um, my good is that after this, I'm going to a Georgia Tech game. Um. My bad was two weeks ago, I had a cold, so I wasn't feeling great. My ugly is I had a substitute teacher for a month because my teacher was out with surgery and she told our teacher all this bad stuff about us and how we were misbehaving, even though it wasn't even like true for real. Oh, really? Wow. Yeah. Yeah. So, and then uh, the teacher didn't really believe us, but the whole class was telling her like, oh, that didn't happen. Like she's lying. Like. All this other stuff. <laughs> That's weird. Yeah. Um, and my extraordinary is I play golf and I had a bad slice on my swing, but in the past couple of weeks I've been able to fix it. So All right. I'm a lot better. 
Celebrate that. I know, right? It's like some golf. It sucks. Okay, I'll go. Um, so for my good, I put that I have good friends now and my grades are getting better. Cause like when I first started high school, I was kind of like alone and I just wanted to like focus on my work. But now that I have that down, I kind of like have friends now. And for bad, I had to let go of some people in my life because not everyone exactly wants the best for you or wants you to do the best in life. So it's best to like, just let them go and keep like moving on with what you have going on. And for my ugly, I had to give my dog away. Mm, I'm sorry. Yeah, he was like my best friend, but it's better for him to be somewhere he can get taken care of and that can like give him love and all that stuff. And for my extraordinary, I moved into a new house, which is like a big milestone for my family. So congratulations. Congratulations. That's great. I, I wanted to say something. Sometimes I know you said it was bad that you had to cut some people off. How many of us think that that's bad? I personally believe it's the reason you cut them off because sometimes it could be cut off for like a bad reason, of course, like, oh, they were toxic or whatever. But sometimes the reason could be like you're moving somewhere else and the communication would be shaky between you two. What'd you guys say? Um, for my good and bad and ugly... Right now, school's going pretty well. I have great grades. Um, my first year trying a sport, so I'm trying lacrosse right now. I'm conditioning. Um, it's going really good. I'm ready for the season to start. I like the team. Um, my bad, um, how people are just really negative. You know, you have some people that are positive, but a are lot of people about are family still or negative. Are we talking about friends? In general. Okay. Well, not family, but friends. Okay. Just people at school. Um and also, uh, I still dance outside of school. I do dance at my school. I go to North Atlanta, mm -hmm. so they like have like you know drama, right? Stars, like everything. Um, I've been dancing since I was four, so I've done like ballet, tap, jazz, all of that. But I'm still taking ballet. And this year we have our recital. Uh, my teacher, she picked out a costume, and I don't like it. So that's my bad. I don't like it. I think it's ugly. For the ugly, um, how teachers are no longer being professional. I feel like that's happening not only at my school, but I feel like everyone can relate. Like, teachers are no longer being professional. Like, you know, all of their business, they're coming to their classrooms, telling all of their business, how they're feeling, how they're pissed off, cussing at students. It's very unacceptable. They need to get a hold on it. <laughs> um, wow. And for newsworthy and extraordinary, um, my Hoko um, homecoming got canceled. They say Hoko for short. Um, oh, yeah. So they rescheduled, and it's on December 10th. And the theme is Winter Wonderland, which is like really exciting because I'm glad I still get to have a homecoming. And it's my first because the pandemic couldn't have one after a year. All right. Um, it's going to be cold, <laughs> but it's still exciting. And then the thing that I'm doing in a community is just being a leader, being the best person I can be. Very good. It's really, it's, I'm going to say this before we move on. I am really impressed by how emotionally mature you guys are already at your age. I haven't even checked to see how old you guys were, but I am shocked. Like I'm 
almost floored by how emotionally mature you guys are. But we, we're we're gonna get there. You go ahead and give give us your uh, good back and My good is, you know, my grades have been good. Everything in school been going okay, I guess. Uh, what else? I mean, ain't really nothing really good happened this month. But I do have a bad. My grandpa did pass away. Oh, oh, you know, sorry so. for your loss. It is it's cool. I mean, I barely knew him. It's like I didn't know a lot of my grandparents because they most of them died before I had an opportunity to meet them. Yeah. And it's like when I see other people say I'm going to my grandma's house or the memories of their grandma, and it's just like I don't have any of that stuff. So it's just like, oh, dang. Yeah, you, my feel, you feel ugliest, that a little bit. That's the bad. That's the yeah, bad. bad. Yeah. My ugly is that I had had a deep down talk with my mom on why I want to go to a different school. And Chess is from the school that I'm at right now. Because the school I'm at right now is a very good school, but I just feel like it's not the school for me or, like, where I want to be at. I just, I don't, like, I wake up I wake up depressed going to school. Like, I, I never felt like that ever before. Got to wake up five-something in the morning. It just, I can't keep dealing with that. Like, the teachers there, like, it just, it's just not the right school for me. Have you shared this with the group? Hmm? No, you I haven't. And the extraordinary is I'm working on my own clothing brand. I started working on the design. I've been doing it every day. I downloaded this app on my computer. Where I can actually like actually like work on it, work on it. And I'm gonna get an iPad for Christmas. Where I can actually like do the design and the concept. So you freehand. So you're gonna draw it? Yeah. So yeah, that's what be going on. No, that's great. And let me let me ask you a question, because I know this was like you're ugly, but did that conversation with your mom make you feel better at the end? Um, at first, when I brought it to her, she she wasn't like going for it, cause she spent a lot of money on uniforms, spent over like five hundred something dollars on uniforms. Yeah. So it's just like that. But I had another conversation with her, and she she started to understand. So she's gonna let me try to get into a new school. I just have to get accepted to it. If I don't, I'm at the stay at the school I'm at. But if I do get accepted to the new school, I'm gonna go there. Okay. So. All right. Go ahead. All right. So my good is um, a couple weeks ago, I did a Socratic seminar. You guys know what that is? Yeah. All right. So I was very nervous about it, but I did extremely well and I got a good grade on it. So I'm very proud of myself. The bad is in October, I had caught the flu for like the first time in my life. So I was pretty messed up. And the ugly is my school is like, it's very stressful and it's starting to take a toll on me because I'm trying to keep all my grades up. Like I have all A's and B's right now, but... Like, I just, like, sometimes just, like, one zero won't hurt, but, <laughs> but like, I, like, I need to keep my grades up, and, but my school is just making it so hard for me. But the news, newsworthy is, I'm living, I guess, so. Hey, man, hey, that's, you, uh, that's, would you mind for the viewers to explain the Socratic seminar? Oh, okay, so a Socratic seminar is your teacher signs you a book, and... You have to discuss in a group of maybe four or five for a certain amount of time. And you just have a conversation about it. You ask questions, you give quotes, and she grades you based off the conversation you have with your teammates. That's what it is. Okay. Quick, dirty philosophy. All right. My good is that I already have two of my high school state cuts in swimming, so I'm not going to have to stress like last minute to get them. And then my bad is tomorrow I have a swim meet. I have to swim a 200 fly. And I've never swam before, so I'm, like, really nervous. Okay. And my ugly, I haven't had anything ugly lately. And then the newsworthy, 
I started my plan for my Eagle project and I'm trying to build an outdoor classroom at the Arts Exchange. What's the Eagle Project? It's uh, like at the end of your Boy Scout career, you have to uh, do like this big project like that involves your community. And then, yeah, I just started planning mine. Okay. Um, my good is that my birthday is coming up. It's in 11 days and I'm so excited for that. <laughs> I'm turning 16, so you know. Okay, yeah, yeah. yeah. So Week 16. Um, my bad is I have been so tired lately. Like, I almost missed school one day because I was just that tired. And we don't know what's going on, to be honest, but I've just been so sleepy. Um, my ugly is teachers not putting in grades on time because... Oh, man, y'all are coming for the teachers. Why are it's like my teachers. We're gonna talk about that. We'll wait till the last minute just to put in four assignments, and it's just like, where did these come from? And another thing is, teachers like to put in your worst grades first, and then put in the good ones. <laughs> I feel like it's gonna improve your grade. <laughs> like. I'll drop down, it's like an 80, and then like 400s get put in, and then it's an 82. Like, what? Um, <laughs> yeah, we're not laughing at you. We're not laughing at you. We're My extraordinary it. is I just got into a show at school Okay. for theater. Oh, okay. Sure. What kind it's of show? It's Metamorphosis. It's right. Greek mythology. Oh, man. That's, that's cool. Wow. Sheesh. I, I, I just say something real quick. Yeah. Hey man, I just want y'all to know y'all are light years ahead of most of us where we were at at y'all's age. Um, assume it. Hey, I don't even need to know your exact age. I can tell you right now. <laughs> By what you're speaking on, um, your experiences, what you guys are focused on. Uh, y'all have experiences in your life that a lot of people don't get to have just for where you're at right now. So I know certain things are challenging right now, but also remember and embrace these moments as well because they build your character in the long term. And y'all already have a strong character to stand on right now. So it's just going to get better and better as time goes on. Something I like about this, uh, what you guys are doing, it, it, it kind of, increases your emotional capacity it increases your ability to kind of be aware of how you're feeling and what's going on and those type of things and it's what, what i think would be interesting is we when you're li when i'm listening to you guys i'm hearing words like stressful and um nervous, nervous and depressed and i've heard uh you know excited and and all of that is first of all is incorporated into the feeling feeling well but i think it's also good to talk a little bit about the things that you guys are going through you know from the standpoint of stress and what stress means and what it is and you know what good stress is and what bad stress is and i've heard examples of both and i think that michaela give us a little bit of a glimpse um, of oh, what, what, what it's time for that yeah it's time for that i think i think it's a good idea after they've kind of told us what their good, the bad, uglies, and extraordinaries are, to kind of put it in perspective from a from a, a mental health standpoint. Because what we do with You Good Bruh, it's about mental health. You know, I think 
you know, what we what we speak about our topics, how we interact is really about bringing the focus into mental health. Right. And what that means. And so. Well, I mean, let's ask the question, because I don't want I don't want this to be like y'all in school. Oh, yeah, right. So what do y'all think stress is? What's your definition of stress? Anybody can go. If you don't know, say I don't know. But <laughs> ladies first. Ladies first. Um, I'm I think you. it's like <laughs> when you get too overwhelmed with everything that's going on in your life, and it starts to pile up, and you can't handle it anymore, and okay. then you start to feel that feeling of stress. So you have a contextual type of stress you're, you're talking about, but stress, and that's a good answer. Um, what you guys are? Uh, I was going to say something similar to hers when you have different stuff that's piled up and it just is putting pressure on you and it's starting to get to you and you just don't know what to do. Yeah, y'all have have a, a, what I'm picking up just from the two answers, y'all have a perception of stress that is bad. Okay. um, What you got, Chloe? My definition of stress is mainly like challenges, like they could be good or bad. Okay. Like good challenges, bad challenges that are like affecting you one way or another. They could be helping you with reaching a goal or preventing you from reaching a goal. Ding, 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 ding. Stress is all of the what she just said. Stress is what makes you... Were you hungry before the sandwiches got here? Yes. Very. That was, that's stress. And that stress told you to eat. So you, you naturally have this mechanism in your body that causes you to respond to different stimulus. When you have a heavy workload, the stress can be debilitating, can it? Yes, your body telling you, you need a break. So stress has a function in your life. So I don't want you to see it as, you know, you hate the school. And I kind of want to bring that, if that's okay with you, to the table. Like, what is it that you don't like about the school? I don't hold back. I think, I think, <laughs> oh, oh, all right. Me, I think it's the people, like, where I come from, where I grew up, and now I got to because where I go to school is like a academic school with high academics and like the people there, they're just like, I'm not used to them type of people. I'm used to fun people. Like, them people there are lame. <laughs> they're lame. They're like, they're just oh, so like, like I'm not, I'm not used to that type of environment of people. It just, they're just so like laid back and chill. Well, I'm going to let Warren speak on that. But I, I want to ask one question. What is it that you're into? I'm into, I'm, I'm into going to school, learning, and having fun. Okay. And I what feel is like your I, fun? That's what I'm asking. What is my fun? Mm-hmm. Like, hmm, I would say that, but... No. You can say whatever you want to say. Hmm. I don't know. It just... My fun is... Like, having fun with your friends, like your real friends. Like, at that school, it just... Everyone's... Everyone's weird to me. It just... So they it don't, sounds like you don't have any real friends at that school. I do, but it's just at the same time, they're like... I don't know. It just, it just so much of us. I, I, Are I just you not connecting with them? Is yeah, that... I just feel like I'm not connecting with them. I would. Well, yeah. I, I was just going to say I have a similar experience when I heard you talk about it early, especially about getting up extra early in the morning. When I went to high school, I had to be outside at 5.15 to get on the bus we would travel through several different neighborhoods to get to the school at 8.15. But I had to be outside at 5.30. Then you get to the school. It, I was zoned for a different school because it was a magnet program. All my friends went to a school called Kendrick High School. 
I had to go to Columbus State because my father felt I would do well at that school and take me from that environment with my friends to whereas you having fun and doing stuff like that. Uh, what I was going to ask you is, for me, it was challenging because I was probably the only black person in the majority of my classes. So that feeling of being ostracized or these people don't understand me or these people don't get me. Yeah, I, I relate to that 100%. And for me, it was more so stressful, yes. But for me, it was about the motivation. I heard you speak earlier about you wanted to didn't want to pursue college. For me, my motivation was to go to college so I can get out <laughs> of Columbus. I was going to say to you, yeah, I was going to say to you, it may be beneficial for you to figure out, I know you already know what you want to do, but figure out what's your motivation for going to that particular school. You have to put in the time to figure out the resources that could help you better yourself being a designer or fashion related. Those people that are different than you, you may be selling clothes to them one day. So you got to take the time and understand how they move. That way you well-versed in, in every area of fashion. But uh, uh, Let me, before you say that, please write what he said down because he just told you how to make money. He gave you some game right there. Go ahead, go ahead. I was thinking about going to college for like business purposes wise, <laughs> like learning like when I create the clothing brand, I want to own it. And like my close friends, I want to put them on and like let them work with me too. So we all like business owners, and like I'm gonna have people working under me because I don't know, I don't want to work under somebody. I want to be my own boss and make my own money like that. So that's what I want to do. Yeah, well, let's get some feedback from this group. <laughs> Anybody have feedback for Zayn's issue? She has feedback. Her school was lame, so I don't, I don't want to hear what she got to say. Don't do a radio like that. We're a good school, but um, like I understand, like not feeling motivated to go to school because like the first two months, I was I didn't want to go to school. I would wear the same jacket and my hoodie on, and I would just walk around sad and all that stuff before I talk to anybody. But like I feel like once you get around the right crowd and find the right friends, you'll be motivated to go to school and have fun and talk to them and like to do your work and all that stuff. And like he said, like finding motivation to go to school, like. Once you find that, you'll like enjoy the school. How me and Jada do. So. Wait, Jada, you go to the school too? Okay, you get the mic. How you? No. We <laughs> she said no. <laughs> yes, we uh, we go to the same school. And I get what you're saying because I'm a grade above you. The thing is, you have to learn how to balance your school life and your friend life at the same time. Because I didn't have many friends my first year either. I do have a lot of friends now, but... You just gotta learn how to balance it. I mean, it's not an easy school, but mm. hold on. This is your first year, is it? Yes. Let me get your ages, everybody. Oh, I'm 13. I'm 15. I'm 15. I'm 16. I'm 15. You 16? No, I'm 15. And a half. <laughs> All right. Nah. Yeah. She over the half. I'm 16. 16, okay. All right. So you're young? Okay. And this is your first year at that school? Yeah. Do you want my feedback or you want to be getting it from everybody else? Okay. I will tell you that since we're talking about stress, change is one of those stresses. And if you don't meet change with an open mind, it's going to be stressful. 
This is not even about school where you're at. This is about life. And this is for everybody. When you get into a situation that's not something familiar, if you approach it with your old mind, it's going to be hard for you to adjust. And that's causing stress. And ultimately, you're going to have to change whether you want to or not. In this situation, I can give you, say you walk into a room and it was hot outside. Right. And you walk into the room and it's freezing cold. Is that comfortable? You're going to be immediately uncomfortable, correct? What would you start to look for? What would you wish you had? If you walk in, walk in from outside where it's hot and you walk into a room that's cold, what is your first thought? Uh, yeah, I will be uncomfortable. It will be weird. So what would you want to go do? Find heat or find somewhere where it's warm. Right. However, your body, the way it's structured, the way it's built, if you stay in that room, do you, do you not adjust to the temperature? Okay. That's what you're going through at the school. And instead of adjusting for the temperature, you're trying to go where it's hot. Your mom put you in that school for a reason. Do you know why? Talk about that. Uh, my mom, she wants me to like, she wants me to go to a school where it's like, you know, a lot of like good role models for me. And like, she wants me to do something big in life because she see that I'm smart in math. So she wants me to do something with math in life and go to college, get all these degrees, do all that. She wants you to be challenged. Yeah, that's basically, that's what she wants me to be. And me, I don't want that. You don't want to be. You don't want to be challenged. I mean, I, I, I mean, I, I mean, I would, but just what I want to do in life, it just it's not coming with what she wants me to. Let do. me ask you a question because I, I I have a friend who's a designer, and she's a very famous designer. Do you think that designing clothes is not going to be challenging? Uh, it is going to be challenging. And so, when those challenges come, are you just going to decide you don't want to be a designer anymore? No, I'm going to stick to it because I've been telling myself this since middle school. And what I'm going to do is going to be different because I've seen a lot of people that today designs, like a lot of these teenagers' designs, it all look the same. Like, I don't know if you guys have seen it, but all they do is use spider webs, like them same designs. But mine is going to be very different. So that's what people are going to buy my stuff. What I'm saying to you is, do you feel as if immediately everyone's going to love Xavier's designs? Everyone's going to say, you know what? Whatever he puts on paper, we're going to buy it, you know, uh, or whatever you had, whatever money you have invested in it and the time that you've invested in it, that you're going to get that back immediately. When those challenges come, are you going to stick to it? Are you going to continue or are you going to decide you don't want to do it anymore? I'm going to stick to it and continue. Uh, I might change. Like, I might change something, you know, in the design. If I have to, but I'm going to stay to it. I mean, and I think that that's the same mindset you kind of have to have with your education as well. It's like, it seems as if, you know, you're saying she put me here and we, we said she put you there for a challenge. There's a lesson to be learned. Challenges are challenges. When he, when Mikhail was saying it's about life, because it is, it's about life. In, in life, you're going to be faced with challenges. You're going to be faced with change. And you're going to have to stick with it and not run from it. You know, 
I was one of those kids. I grew up in the inner city, probably the considered the smartest kid at my school. I was never challenged. I was never challenged. I'm, I'm going to tell you right now, no teacher ever challenged me because I went to a school where everybody was bad. Everyone was, you know, not focused on school, whatever the case may be. So they just like, hey, man, Sam's getting an A. He's going to college. He's going to do well. But what they didn't realize is they set me up for failure. Because when I went to an all-white, really, really good state college in, in, in Georgia, I didn't know how to write a paper. And guess what they gave me? Fs. I, was in, I had failed my first course ever in college when I was making straight A's in high school. I was never challenged. What I'm saying to you is there is something in the challenge that can potentially help you in your future life. And so I'm not telling you, you know, to to not feel what you're feeling, but also don't run from a challenge because that's something that's going that you're going to have in life your entire life. Any feedback? This is just like a comment, but I think what Xavier is saying, he might feel like like the challenges with his clothing business, those might be like good challenges because it'll ultimately lead to something that'll make him really happy. But with school challenges, he's doing something that he doesn't really want to do. So there's still bad challenges. He's seeing it as bad, is what I'm hearing you say. Yeah. Okay. Is it really bad though? No, because college can lead you to a lot of opportunities. And I mean, it's not bad if you don't go to college, but college can help you in the future. Like you might find a job that, you know, you really like, but you might need a degree for it. Mm. So it's still good to go to college. But he might be saying like, you know, the challenges with the clothing business will make him happy rather than, you know, doing something he might not enjoy. Okay. Thank you for that. Um, to go with what Xavier's saying, I feel like a lot of times school, it's not really about learning anymore. It's more about passing the class. So it's like nowadays school isn't really giving us the excitement that we want. And if he's not like connecting with anyone there, it's kind of going to be boring at school. And you're at school for like eight hours a day. Mm, it's a job. So... If you're somewhere eight hours a day and not feeling connected with anyone, eventually you're going to start slacking off and just not wanting to be there. So that's my take. That's a great take. Yeah, kind of. So what Chloe was saying, like school isn't about like learning anymore. It's about graduating and passing. That's really it. Like there's no, oh, I'm going to school today. You know, I get to learn this and learn this and do this project and do this experiment. It's not really like that anymore. It's just. Was it ever like that? I was just thinking that. <laughs> I was like, when, when, when was that? When was school like that? Yeah. No, like in elementary school, like yeah. in early, not middle school, never mind. Like in elementary school, school was so much fun because you got to like hang out with people. They would make it interactive for everyone's learning style. Nowadays, school just really provides for visual learners. Right. Can, can I ask you a question <laughs> of that? Why do you think it's uh, set up that way now? I just feel like because... Elementary school. I feel like with elementary school, they see it as, oh, you're young, you're still developing in life. So they want you to look at school in a positive outlook. But then once you reach high school, I feel like they're just like, you've already been through enough. Let's just throw it out there. Mm. 
it's wild because the complaints y'all have about school, teachers have about school. The same exact complaints that you guys are, are putting out there about school is the same complaints that your teachers have about school because they have to, you, you have to take the SAT, right? Right. You have to pass uh, in in the course tests. Y'all, they still do those. Yeah. OK, so uh, <laughs> look, man, hey, I got to ask, <laughs> you know, you have to do those things. If you don't do those things, then you won't get out of high school. Right. Wrong. OK, so it it's unfortunate that that's the case. You know, I, I feel as if you guys have tapped into something that is uh has been a fundamental issue in education for the longest. It's like teaching to the test versus teaching to the student, you know, like based on what you guys like to learn, what you guys like to see. I'm, I was the type that I got bored easy. I can't sit still and I would get, I talk a lot and I, I would need interaction, you know, and I'm still like that with my job and that kind of thing. I need to do certain things that are interactive and it's unfortunate that y'all aren't all of you guys seem to be like feeling the same way you know and what i'm saying to you guys is don't think about it as teachers don't want to uh give you what's best for you but in order to get out you have to learn what the state say you have to learn you know Um, one thing I want to say is, of course, teachers can't like change how it's working. But I feel like some teachers, they put it out there for you to fail. Like some teachers decide to set it up for you to fail by like loading so much homework every day and just like generally like not caring. Like one of my teachers a few years back, like almost everyone was failing her class because she was just doing it for the money. What money? Exactly. <laughs> no, I was gonna say I, to your point. I, I I do believe there's always somebody that slacks, that's lacking, if you will, in any profession: doctors, scientists, teachers, police. Plenty of those. Ooh, I, I ain't say that. No. But so I'm not saying that the examples you are presenting are not valid. I think they're very valid, but. The one thing that I want you to understand across the board is people that decide to become teachers, like they go to college to become teachers, they genuinely have a passion for it because they went into debt just to sit in a space with you guys and hoping to impart something that you can use in life. Um, somewhere the system may have failed them and they have fallen off, fallen off. Uh, hell, they may just, oh, I'm cussing. Uh, they may just be petty. They're petty people. They meet your mama. They meet your dad. And they don't like them. So they're going to take it out on you in their own little slick way. People are people. Okay. With that being said, I don't want it to be missed on the lesson that I'm hoping that you guys are getting from this. That the purpose of school is to challenge you. If it is not challenging you, you're not growing. If you want to be your best self, how many of you guys work out? Well, I mean, but you understand the concept of working out, right? The, the, the challenge is you're using your body in a stressful, that's stressful, right? And your body gets stronger as a result of it. Your mind is the same way. So if you want to be a strong businessman in the mind, you can't run from your challenges. I'm not telling you what to do about school. 
but I'm trying to make you think about it. And I want this experience of y'all talking about it to be what y'all do on a regular basis. Because you mentioned friends earlier and cutting them off. This is your support system, are they not? Can you see them as your support system? Do they seem pretty intelligent for you? I mean, all y'all really impressing. The, yeah. I was about to cuss again. <laughs> y'all really impressing me as a therapist. Like y'all are definitely. Uh, a, a, I'm not gonna say a cut above because I, I don't want to judge you or judge your peers, but you guys are definitely ahead emotionally, based on what lifespan development class. When if you go to college, you'll have lifespan development and you'll understand why you feel the way you feel right now. If I tell you guys that. Y'all are basically puppets on a string in life. How would you feel about that statement? I mean, I mean, it don't sound wrong. Tell me why you say that. Because we all do the same thing every day. Okay. We all wake up, go to school, come back home, do what we got to do, do our little outside activities, and just keep doing it over and over again. So you feel like you shouldn't be doing that, or you feel like... What do you, what I, do mean, you? I, I mean, I just feel like it's life. I mean, that's yeah. what comes a part of it. So it's not exciting to you. Nah, I mean, it used to, but not. When did school. it change for you? Uh, probably seventh grade. When I was in seventh grade, middle school. What happened in seventh grade? Quarantine. <laughs> yeah, that moved everything. Okay. Hey. Hey, I almost cussed. <laughs> <laughs> I feel so proud. I've been the best out of that. <laughs> All right. So I'm glad you mentioned that. I'm so uh -huh. glad you mentioned that. All right. So when I say puppets, your puppets on a string, I'm talking about the chemicals in your body. Oh. Oh. <laughs> the chemicals in your body. You do. You 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 do. You're aware that you. It's not just blood, saliva, and mucus in your body. All right. You got carbohydrates, but I'm talking about neurotransmitters. I'm talking about hormones. And all of these chemicals create reactions when they interact with one another. When you get up at 5 o'clock in the morning, you're not supposed to be feeling good. Naturally, because there's no light, right? So naturally, the things that turn on behind, and I'm speaking highly because y'all have already impressed upon me that you're, you're able to understand these concepts. If I say something that you don't understand, stop me. Okay? Um, have you ever heard of the circadian rhythm? All right. Circadian rhythm is basically the rhythm of life. When the, um, when the sun goes up, some animals wake up. When the sun goes down, some animals wake up. We all have a rhythm of how we live in life. To your point, we do the same things over and over and over. That's the circadian rhythm. For us to wake up, we need light. We are predators for the day, not for the night. Predators that hunt at night sleep during the day. So fast forward, we got all these beautiful buildings and man is advanced beyond lions and all this other stuff. But the reality is we're still locked in to our primal origins. You understand what I'm saying to you? How that looks in your life is you wake up at five o'clock in the morning. Technically, sir, you're supposed to still be asleep. And your body is mad as hell at you. 
because it's not done repairing from the day before. So you already starting at a deficit. You're already walking into that school feeling like, ugh, I had to turn off my, my repair system early. My body ain't fully repaired, and I got to sit here and get bored. I don't want to be here. This dude lame. Look at his shoes. <laughs> you know, I'm just saying. Correct me if I'm wrong. No, you're not wrong. <laughs> <laughs> so knowing that it's because your, your chemistry is off, and it's not because dude is actually lame, and this is science, I'm telling you. All right, you're a math man. You understand science. Knowing no, that... Yeah, actually, actually... Yeah, you do. Actually, you do. No math, no Trust me. Keep, keep living. Keep living. Um, what I'm saying to you is, that man that looks that way to you, that dude that speaks, and you see him that way, that is all your chemistry is just being off. There's nothing wrong with that, brother. He had to get up just like you. He probably looking at you the exact same way. You feel me? But until you come out of, because you're in a stage of life right now where your chemistry is going to be kind of mixed up. You get angry faster. Um, you sleep. What's your sleep like right now? You be up playing the game? <laughs> nah. Probably, probably like six hours, so six, seven. You need more sleep yeah. than that. How many hours are y'all supposed to have at this age? Eight, eight hours. Eight, eight to ten, ten hours. Yep. Eight to ten hours for your body to do a complete flush and reset and repair. Every time you cut that short, you're getting up as damaged goods. Don't shoot the messenger. Well, then you get into, is there, some people are naturally uh, long sleepers, but it can be an ind indication that there's something else going on, whether emotionally or biologically, it could be an illness or not. Um, you about to say something? Um, so yeah, it can be. If you have somebody that's in your family and they're sleeping like 12, 14 hours a day, they they probably need to talk to me. I'm just keeping it real. They need to talk to me or another healthcare professional um, because that's not natural. Do you know how much you're supposed to eat? Yeah. How much? I mean, well, I work out. I'm an athlete, so I I I think my calories per day. How many calories you got? Uh, I'm 15, 5, 10, so I look at that. So I eat around 1,400, 1,500. Today my today my cheat day, so it's just like, you know. Hold on. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> what are you talking about? Cheat day? A cheat day at 14. Fifteen talking about cheat day. I don't know. Fifteen talking about cheat day. Y'all are advanced. Okay. <laughs> Everybody else know their calorie, what their calorie intake should be? No. No. It's okay if you're wrong, but do you have an interest in knowing? That's what I'm after. That's what I'm after. You don't have to know all the answers right now. The, the question is, do you have a desire to understand not just your namesake, but biologically who you are? Because biologically who you are is literally how you experience life. 
Man. I'm still tripping off the cheat day. I'm cheat day. At 15 years old, y'all have a cheat day. Y'all are impressive, man. I just, I, the, the fact that you know how many calories you're supposed to eat. By his height and weight. Yeah. Also, and this is for everybody because y'all play sports. If, 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 if you're playing sports, as he said, with the refresher, especially you saying you only got six hours of sleep. That's crazy. Bro, because I played in high school, you need that time, not just for physical aspects, to get the best out of you physically, mentally. Because if your mental ain't straight, you're not going to perform to the best of your capabilities. And adding on to I don't know what everybody else wants to do in the future, understand building those habits, the things that he's teaching you right now. Uh, if you build those habits now, it's easier to be successful in whatever you're trying to accomplish later on in life. Like the five o'clock, getting up at five o'clock thing. This day, I get up at five o'clock and go to the gym before I go to work because of what I experienced back in the day. So when I say find your motivation, find your purpose, you... In every setting, whatever you're doing in life, when you go into something, ask yourself, like, why am I here? Like, what is my purpose? When you go to school, if it's lame, whatever, why am I here? Figure out what is it about the school that can actually help you in it, whatever it is you want in life. And that can be your motivation because you're all going to be in positions at one point in time to where you're going to do something that you don't want to do. But it's a part of the progression. And having a better understanding of learning about stress that he's teaching you will put you in a much better position than the average person. So, once again, purpose and motivation goes a long way. Yeah. So, since we, speak, we spoke on stress, now we kind of want to talk about, like, how do you guys deal with stress? You guys have some ideas of how you guys deal with stress? Okay, so me personally, um, music helps me a lot. It's kind of like a, it's music. an anti-stressor. What kind of music? What kind of music? Just everything. Like, I like, I love music in general. Okay. But I love Ariana Grande, okay. so she's usually my go-to when I just want to relax. Okay. Why you look like that? Music is major. I, I love music. I'm, I'm thinking about how long Ariana Grande's been in the game. Like 10 years. Okay. All right. So, you, all right. No, just say. She had Disney days, too. Yeah. Okay. Get it right. <laughs> my bad. My, my bad. It's been a minute since I watched Nickelodeon. <laughs> um, I would say because, like, I deal with a lot of stress. I did six days a week. I still have school. I'm in a modeling agency. So, like, all this stuff going on, I honestly. You said you own a modeling agency? What? No, I'm in a modeling agency. Oh, so that's I don't, like, run a business. The? I make jewelry. <laughs> I sell jewelry and I like sell it at school and stuff. So like all of that pot on top, it's a lot. And like, honestly, like she said, like Jada said, music is like a good escape. And like, I have my friend that I talk to, Jaden. I talk to him about everything. So like going to him and like being able to get it off my chest instead of having it on my mind 24 seven kind of helps out with it. So having a support system. Yeah. Uh, for me, how I handle stress is like, I like stay to myself and like, I usually listen to music and like what kind, what kind of music? like um like rap. Yeah. What rap? Uh, it's like a lot. 
You don't know. You don't know what you listen to. I know. I, I want you to say it. <laughs> Go ahead. Yeah, I, I'll pick that up. Pick that up. We proud here. Go. Okay. I listen to Lil Baby. Okay. Uh, I listen to uh, Rod Wave. Uh, uh, I listen to Tupac and Biggie. And that's pretty much it. Are you saying that because old people here right now? Uh, I, I just had to. I was gonna say I don't. <laughs> I listen to Biggie. <laughs> Keep it going. Come on. Well, how I handle my stress. Thank you. Um, I love therapy, so I go to therapy sessions. Um, I just that talk it out sense. with my mom. Me and my mom yeah. have a relationship like this. She's my best friend, caregiver, everything, and I just talk to her about anything and everything. Good. Uh, me, uh, how I deal with stress is really music, because something had tragic happened in my life, and I felt like I had no one there but music for some reason, and I just felt so weird to me. It was this one rapper. I'm not even gonna say the rapper because it just it might sound. It was actually Young Boy, like NBA Young Boy. No, no, no. I'm saying don't don't li- don't worry about what people think. Don't worry about what people think. Don't worry about that. Not his drill music, but like the music when he talked about what what he been going through in life. Like I don't know. That music right there really helped me get through what was happening. I was very surprised, and that's how I became a fan. So through that, yeah, through that. Good point. Thank you for sharing. A way I deal with my stress is watching movies, like having little self-care days. Okay. Going to my therapist, of course, and talking to my mom about it. Yeah. Oh, and of course, music. And of course. Yeah. Like everybody else. Yeah. What music? Um, Usually, I listen to like pop or like alternative music. Okay. You ain't say the artist part, but that, that's just the genre. Yeah, I wanted to hear what artists like top two. Um, top two at the moment are probably Beyonce. Like recently, I have been be, me and Beyonce are like this right now. But she's not even pop. She's our own music genre at this point. <laughs> she's like uh, she no she's she bigger than pop. Yeah, she's um, in another universe. <laughs> her and probably like Billie Eilish. Okay. okay. Yeah. Um, I don't deal with stress good. I tend to like, like if something's stressing me out, I try to like not think about it and just like leave it alone, even if I do need to like deal with it. Mm-hmm. Um, but I also do a lot of shopping, so that makes me feel better sometimes. <laughs> Stop. Stop it. I want to, I'm glad you said that, Korean. Um, so let's do this. Let's do this. I'm going to give you a couple of things. Um, when you find yourself in a stressful perspective or stressful space, please take away from this conversation that stress is needed. And while you may want to, as you say, not deal with it, put it, let me back up and say this. All of you all have learned how to deal with stress from your parental guides. You've watched your parents deal with stress and you have modeled, you have picked up how they modeled that behavior. How many of you guys realize that? You don't think so? No. Tell me why. Don't come back to Grand. When I see my parents going through stress, I don't live with my dad, so I don't really see him that much. So I don't know what he be having going on. But my mom, it just she looks like she just be sleeping to get it over with. Just sleep. Sleep through it? <laughs> yeah, sleep good. 
Because it's like she go to do stress a lot. And I get it. It's a lot of stuff going on, including her kids, what we got going on. It just, it look like what she do is just sleep, get it off her mind. That's what I see. So you feel like she's overwhelmed? Yeah, I feel like she's overwhelmed. And you feel like you don't have the same mindset on stress? No. Well, how do you feel like you handle it? How I handle it? I handle it through music, like I said. Just listening? Yeah, listening to music. But does that make you take action? Take action? Um, I don't really know. I'm not sure about that one. Okay, we'll put a pin in it for now. I I feel comfortable in what I said. You know, as we say these days, I said what I said. <laughs> we We learn from our parents. You may tweak it to fit where you are, but you're doing exactly what your parents did. Does your mom go to therapy? All the time. Yeah. So that's what I'm saying. Like, it's, it's things, these are the things we pass now. Um, Corinne, I, how many of y'all are in therapy? One, two, three. So half of the group is in therapy. Would the other half like to go to therapy? I've been once, but I'm not, like, currently in it. Did you like it? I mean, I liked it. It was It was okay. Did you have expectations? Um, no, not really. Like, it felt weird at first, like, talking about my problems. But I feel like I'm better at talking about my problems with people I don't really know rather than people I do know because it's like they'll, I'll see them again and then they'll think about it when they see me. And, like, I don't like people to think about, like, me in a certain way. So it's easier for me to talk about problems with, like, someone I'm not going to see again or, like, you know, someone I don't normally talk to. It's going to be in your social circle. Hmm. It's very interesting. Very interesting. I, you ain't going to test that one? Okay. Um, what I... Why everybody... I was, was going to say to what you were saying is that's completely understandable. Um, I have plenty of family and friends who, who feel that same way. Um... For me, I'm kind of the person that is the one that they go to with their issues. Not, I'm not a therapist. I'm not a licensed therapist, so they shouldn't be coming to me. But they feel like I'm, I, I, I am their support system, and they always say, "Well, I know I don't have. I know you won't look at me differently, or what I'm telling you, you won't tell somebody else." So I get there's nothing wrong with feeling that way about therapy, um, but. As you get older and mature, well, he'll probably break down why therapy is is a, well, is a good. I, so, you know, the only thing I will kind of push out there as terms of therapy is that, you know, we'll teach you how to do a couple of things. Like when you're in a stressful situation, how many of you guys have ever heard of uh, mindfulness? Mostly everybody. Yeah. So do you do you buy into mindfulness? Do you you feel like it's valid? For those that are watching, what is mindfulness? I'm, I'm about to. I just wanted to get a, a gauge. So mindfulness uh, for the viewers, uh, it basically is a is a state of mind of being present in the moment, not judging the moment, right? So how mindfulness works for stressful situations? How many of you guys meditated? You ever heard that? Have you tried meditation? You haven't. It works. Yeah, so meditation, it can be in the various ways, too. There's guided meditation. Uh, there's yoga. I Can you imagine my 
I was about to cuss again. Can you imagine my big self doing yoga? Yes. I couldn't either, but I did it. And I got to tell you, that's the hardest workout I've ever had in my life. Period. Like, I didn't think I was going to feel manly, but I feel really strong after the fact. It's crazy. No, I ain't doing all that. I'd like to say, I'd like to say, especially for for people like me that are, I'm I'm in my head a lot, and and for people like me that are in their heads a lot, that meditation, that mindfulness, that taking some time just to kind of clear your mind makes a world of a difference because you could be going through things up here that's not really going on in in real life. In yeah, nothing's going on for real. But when you get a chance to, to sit in it and clear your minds, clear your thoughts, it makes a world of difference. And it in the the prop the thing about it though is it doesn't have to be long. Like everybody thinks like, oh man, you gotta spend an hour just like in a room quiet. Sometimes for me, when I wake up in the morning, I just take five minutes and I just quiet. Quiet. My my kids asleep, my wife asleep. I'm just I take that time to kind of clear myself, center myself, and get ready for my day. And so just just for people who have that always something going on in their mind, you're always busy, there's always something going on, that's where mindfulness is a real, really, really good tool. I'm going to give you this one last uh, trick. I shouldn't call it tricks. One last skill is uh, breathing exercise. Um I stole this from Navy SEALs um, because, you know, they have a dangerous job. So it's pretty stressful, I would imagine. Right. Um, but the technique is the technique they use before they they like bust into rooms and do what Navy SEALs do is and they do a four count breath. So they breathe slowly, breathe in slow. One, two, three, four. And they hold it, hold their breath for four count. And then they release it at a four count. And they hold without breath for four count. And they do it four times. And this is them preparing to go do this stressful job. So I figured if it worked for Navy SEALs, you know, me getting up in the morning, getting in traffic, it'll work for me. Do that in theater. And it just, it helps to kind of calm and face the stress. Because really, again, stress is not, is not the bad guy in the room. It's technically telling you, hey, I need to do something here. I need to take action. I need to make some adjustments. I'm hungry. If you got to go to the bathroom, that's stressful, ain't it? Anybody got to go to the restaurant? We've been sitting here for about 45 minutes. <laughs> y'all stressed. <laughs> and y'all like, come on now. I'm about to blow up. Um, so with that being said, any questions before I let y'all cut loose? Yeah, yeah. Um, how long have you all been doing this podcast? Right before the pandemic. We started right before the pandemic, maybe 2019, uh, October 2019. They started. Yeah. <laughs> right. well, I, I'm, I'm, I'm an added addition. So how long have I been officially? I mean, right you've been pandemic. pandemic. You, you were sending me topics. You, you've been on the, you've been on the podcast. Nah, I was just somebody. I love what they were doing in the ad. Chloe, did that answer your question? <laughs> <laughs> um, I want to be a mental health therapist. What advice do you guys like recommend for people who want to go into that field? 
the, the, the process of being a therapist is you go to regular school, you matriculate through college, uh, and you have to go into a master's program at least. Uh, you can also go up to PhD level if you want to, but it is a, a postgrad degree. And then you get you take a bunch of tests like you do now, turn it over to the state, and there you go. What about the people that do like small little internships for like therapists who may know or calculate? Like, um, cause my friend, my uh, mom, she has a lot of friends that are like therapists. They have their PhD and doctors. Yeah. Um, what are her friends told me? Um, that you can like do like scouting or like internships with certain therapists. Now, if you want to shadow, I think is what they're talking about. Shadowing. That's kind of a scare. I don't think you can t legally shadow. Um, now, when you go through the process of becoming a therapist, we do have to do internship. But at that point, you're at the you're considered a healthcare professional, and you have to follow HIPAA rules. So you just walking in and shadowing, you're going to be sitting with the office manager. You're not going to be in sessions because that would violate the the the, the client's um, privacy. So. Hope that answers your question. But we need more therapists that look like us. Any other questions? This is kind of a stupid question. Nah, uh, no, it's not. Never. I feel like I've heard the name like you good but I feel like the only place I would have seen it is on TikTok. Like I know on TikTok. I think some people share some of us. TikTok's not my favorite. It's not my favorite uh, platform. platform, but we are on TikTok, and I have posted some things on it. You guys have the Instagram page? Yeah. Absolutely. Okay. You good, bro? Yeah. 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 <laughs> I'm not your daddy. <laughs> you can follow. Share. You can follow. Share, please. Well, I have one more question. Go ahead. Not to get into religion and stuff, but I like to get people opinions on this. Do you guys believe in everything that's written in the Bible? Do I believe everything that's written in the Bible? Is that, that's a whole other podcast. Oh um, <laughs> what I will tell you is go beyond the Bible. So before the Bible, how much do you know about that? Before the Bible? Uh -huh. I don't really know, but I've been, I've been doing my research lately. Okay, so I'm going to point you before the Bible and I'm going to point you towards the, the origins of the Bible. And anything can be used to alter a person's path. So understand that, you know, what's in the Bible was written. It, it was physically written. We've substantiated the existence of certain individuals in history. Um, why certain books made it into the Bible as we know it versus other books that did not. That's a deeper conversation. And that's why I said it's a, it's a, that's a whole nother podcast. Let me add, let me add one more thing. I appreciate the fact that let you. Let me add one more thing. The beauty of the Bible, like what I say about the Bible is it's a, it's a religious book, but it's also a historic book. And so there are lineages in the Bible that you can, you can track all the way back to that time frame. And so that's just something for you, you know, as you're doing your research to understand, like the Bible is not only taught as a religious book in in Africa and in the Middle East is taught as a historical book as well. Yeah. So the people Bible, the Bible is the Torah yeah. and the Quran. The Old Testament of it is. So it's established. There's no there's nothing to question there. 
The question is, what's your belief system? All right. Cannot be settled on this episode. Not on this episode. <laughs> Are there any other questions, comments, concerns? I want to. I want to end off by just saying I have thoroughly enjoyed sitting with you all today. I think y'all are in a very great and positive mental space. I think that your parents and your support system are doing you guys a very, very good. Uh, they're doing very good by you guys, by having you guys in this leadership academy. And um, I just really appreciate sitting with you guys. I appreciate your openness and your willingness to share your experiences and be real because that's what that's what it's about. And so uh, with that being said, I think, you know, we're going we're going to wrap. For more conversations like these, you guys can hit us up. You could bruh podcast, IG, Facebook, uh, YG bruh pod on Twitter. As, as long as yeah, as long as we can, you're right. <laughs> and just like that, I am Sam Dupe, and I'm good. Hey, I'm Tell Mikael. I am good. I'm Warren P, and I'm good. All right, like that, we are out. out.